This is Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone. Let's get it started. On Dubai I 103.8. Yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome uh, to Starting Up with Virtue Zone. We're live on Dubai I 103.8 all the way through till 11 o'clock this morning. And we will, of course, be keeping you updated uh, with everything that is going on in the world of... <laughs> In the world of uh, uh, starting up, Veggie. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the rise of the Kidpreneur for you today. There are uh, reports uh, out there uh, about a rise in the number of children and teenagers uh, wanting to start their own companies, especially as a result of the pandemic. Uh, we are asking you the question, the rise of Kidpreneurs. Why More children and teens are interested in starting their own businesses, but how young is too young to start up? Look, get involved in the conversation. That's what I ask you to do. Uh, You can have your say by uh, getting involved online at VirtuZone uh, or at VirtuZone underscore UAE. Uh, That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and more. Uh, Want to interact with us here at Dubai Eye? At Dubai Eye 1038FM or send, of course, us a text message on 4001. Use the hashtags as well. Hashtag starting up with VirtuZone. Hashtag B. Your own boss. Be lovely to hear from you. Please do join the show. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone on Dubai Eye 103.8. So, what are we talking about today? Well, we need you to get involved in the conversation. We'll have Company Clinic a little later on with the team at Virtue Zone. We will have your thoughts uh, and, of course, your opinions. But this is today's topic. We're talking about the rise of the, and I say it in inverted commas, Kimpreneur. Uh, there are reports about a rise in the number of children and teenagers wanting to start their own companies, especially as a result of the pandemic. It's a trend that's been growing globally for some time between 2009 and 2019. number of teenagers starting their own businesses increased eightfold, according to a study out of the United Kingdom. But how young's too young to start a business and how do we support youngsters wanting to go down the entrepreneurial path? We'll speak with Dr. Paul Hopkinson from Heriot Watt University, Dubai, about why we're seeing a rise in youth entrepreneurship. Plus, we'll be joined by a 14-year-old who started their own company at just nine years of age. So get your thoughts and opinions in on that one. Get your questions in as well. We've got Company Clinic a little later on. And the good news is that uh, we are joined live here in studio by the co-founder and the chairman of Virtue Zone, Mr. Neil Petch. Good morning to you, Neil. Good morning, Tom. All good and well? Yeah, and a very, very big fan of starting young if you're an entrepreneur. Are you? I mean, it's, it's a question I'm going to sort of ask you a little bit later on. I mean, because I suppose... The one thing about entrepreneurism and entrepreneurial spirit is that it almost sort of flies in the face of conventional education, doesn't it? Because that whole idea of, well, you know, get your exams first and then go to university and get your qualifications. Then if you still want to be an entrepreneur, then talk to me about it. But it's sort of like, why wait till then? It's another weird example of how COVID has disrupted things, actually. You know, just seeing in the English papers this morning how that they're saying, you know, let's stop isolating the children. Let's get them out. They've obviously, you know, there are a whole series of issues. But one of the opportunities that that has created is people are sitting at home twiddling their thumbs. Businessmen such as myself are coming up with ideas. But, hey, (laughs) you know, we're working on slow compared to the teens. 
And, of course, they're much more in touch with the trends than we are. So you're seeing opportunities and ideas coming out of this. And I think it's absolutely fantastic. And one of the things about the UAE I'm so proud of is, I, you know, I, both of my sons have interned, for example, at Virtue Zone yeah. and, and at Friends Companies here in the UAE. And I got that from the people from from my friends who I realize do so much to support their children and think of these sort of things here mm. there's that that's ingrained in, in into the spirit of, of of this place so the last thing I would say and I'm pontificating here but is you know there's a temptation oh let's do a little bit of uh, you know mentoring for for young kids to show that we're doing the right thing mm. trust me guys this isn't a show you can really learn from these people so it's not just mentoring them it's actually reverse mentoring learning from them mm. at virtue zone at virtue zone underscore uae hashtag starting up with virtue zone hashtag be your own boss let's do this well briefed the business stories you need to know this week so as we've been hearing in the news this morning the UA's launched a host of new new economic growth initiatives these include an entrepreneurial academy the skill up academy new platform to support the growth of startups the scale up platform and a web portal for investors grow in UAE. Uh, the new projects were announced by His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, Vice President, Prime Minister of the UAE, Ruler of Dubai. The initiative seek to enable entrepreneurs and young talent to be an integral part of the new economy. There isn't a week that goes by, Mr. Petch, without yet more developments with regards to the support of entrepreneurs here. Yeah, again, it's not just talking about it, it's actually doing it. And that's what the UAE is is good at. It listens and and it acts. The guy that we're having on the show later did a course at uh, DFF and it's making that sort of thing available. And I think one of one of our roles as as, as this show and as as Virtue Zone is to let people know how they can reach out and grab that support. Um is it important as well that the leaders uh, of the Emirates, the leaders of these uh, of the country, also throw their support because you know when you get announcements coming from His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, uh, many more people turn around and listen. But is that again just indicative of the, the open mindedness from the very top uh, of the pyramid here? It absolutely is, and it makes complete commercial sense. You know, you've heard for years that the the Pepsi's and Coca Colas of this world want to start engaging with the youth early because once they've got them as fans of whatever channel that they're producing on they're going to stay with them for life so you're seeing it uh, right through we, we we work with uh, yap for example oh, yeah. and they have they have uh, a, a part of their app is is to gamify the use of your bank account in order that you as a kid can get used to saving you can get used to targets um, and you can get used to doing that in in the correct way. So that that's an example of engaging early, and and thus you're having someone who's going to be a very valuable customer for a long time to come. Here's another one that's come through this week, and this um, is very interesting to what we're discussing today about youth entrepreneurship. Um, Dubai SME, the agency of Dubai Economy, 
tasked with developing the sector, has launched a new business incubator, and it's going to be based at the American University in Dubai. Students will therefore benefit from varied facilities, including common workspaces and incentives to launch their projects. It's part of Dubai's ambitions to establish free economic and creative zones across universities in Dubai and encourage innovation and entrepreneurship among all of their students. Uh, Dubai SME CEO, who's actually spoken to the show in the past, Abdul Basit Al-Shanahi, uh, says that incubators in educational institutions are critical to instilling a culture of entrepreneurship and developing business leaders of the future. Again, it is uh, Dubai's um, creative areas turning to the younger generations. Yeah, and of course, and we, we've got a, a much lower average age in the yeah. UAE, so we should be able to do it better than Europe. Do you think areas like this as well also inspire younger generations to, 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 to actually speak up or to try and follow through on their entrepreneurial spirit? Whereas in the past, you might have been asked to keep quiet until you got your qualifications yeah. or you just feel that it's not your place to say. All of a sudden, with these platforms... It does inspire people to maybe speak out, whether otherwise they wouldn't. Tom, it's right. You know, we used to be told to stay quiet at yeah. the dining room table, right? And 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 now uh, that necessarily is is perhaps a sign of of weakness. So I, I think the responsibility lies with the dads and mums initially to encourage people to come out and and to have thought and to be prepared to make mistakes and not to do this in a patronising way. It's it's a real opportunity. Mm. 88% of SMEs in the UAE are optimistic about the next 12 months. That's compared to a regional average of 81%. Uh, This is according to the inaugural MasterCard uh, Middle East and Africa SME Confidence Index. Two-thirds of SMEs projected an increase in revenues in the next 12 months. Access to funding, digitalisation and upskilling of staff were identified as the key drivers for future growth. Um, again, I suppose it is showing that the UA, whilst the region as a whole is being looked at for development and focus and investment, uh, UAE is really leading from the front, isn't it? It really is. And, and whilst I can't give you details, Tom, access to funding obviously is, is a massively important one. I'd say even earlier than that, it's getting a bank account. Mm. And I know that the UAE and the authorities in the UAE are working very closely with central bank, with the banks and so on to make sure that it's easier for startups to get a bank account. And once they've got that, access to funding as well. So there are going to be some great news stories coming through over the next few months that I could tell you about, but I'd have to shoot you afterwards. Please don't do that. Um, uh, Not until, well, round about 11 o'clock tonight or so, um, depending on results. Uh, After penalties. (laughs) You'd be more than happy to shoot me then. Uh, In terms of this, it sort of feeds into, and what I like about this one is, you know, you and I often sit here and we talk about, uh, you know, round A, round B, seeding, um, angel investors, the fact that, you know, people were they're looking to get their idea off the ground. There are so many opportunities. But also, this is a week that we've seen and we're broadcasting down from HSBC Tower. We've seen them launch a $5 billion fund, um, specifically focused not so much for brand new startups, but for scaling uh, startups that have established themselves already. And so there is, therefore, is 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 funding coming in across the across the sphere there is and there's and there's funding in in lots of ways that you wouldn't realize it i mean just simply the the UAE's investment in vaccination yeah. has enabled business to to start earlier than anywhere else and the momentum is is with us and and there is a brain gain 
coming into the UAE. I had to Google what the reverse of brain drain was. And it's really coming in. We're getting some very talented people coming here. And those people have got money to spend. So I'm glad to see that the SME uh, confidence ratio is pouring upwards. Uh, last one for you, Saudi Arabia's Tama Group. They've acquired a majority stake in UAE-based e-commerce marketplace Mums World. Acquisition will help the company increase its digital footprint in the region. Its founders' remaining shareholders value the deal not disclosed, despite the best efforts of the business breakfast a little earlier on today, trying to get it out of Manorita uh, as to how much they had sold for. But again, confidence. And really encouraging that Saudi Arabia is in, in investing in women. You know, I think it's another great sign. So very positive. Good morning, Tom, isn't it? It's a good morning. Uh, it is starting up with Virtue Zone. And today's big focus is all about the rise uh, of Kipreneurs, uh, a phrase that... Um, use in inverted commas to a certain degree the concept of this is is we're asking the question why more children and those of teenage years are interested in starting their own businesses is it because they've been empowered to do so is it because the platform is there is it because they've just got ideas that suit where we're at in the world at the moment and how young is too young to start up is there a number you can put on it we're going to be talking to uh, a young man with a huge future in just a few moments you're back with Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtuzone. Only on Dubai I 103.8. Uh, Tom Urquhart and Neil Petch with you here in studio uh, and uh, taking all of your thoughts and questions. In fact, keep those questions coming through, 4001, if you want to have your say. But equally, have your say online. Uh, get your thoughts coming in to us uh, right now uh, on some of the big talkers uh, of the day. number of ways for you to be able to uh, get in touch with us. Uh, you can um, uh, reach out online at Dubai I1 and 3ATFM uh, on either Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Uh, if you are uh, getting in touch uh, with the team at VirtuZone, best way to do that is Facebook and Instagram at VirtuZone. Uh, Twitter is at VirtuZone underscore UAE. Uh, the hashtags you need to use are hashtag starting up with VirtuZone, hashtag be your own boss. Uh, but also, uh, lest we forget, the referral system that is ongoing. Still ongoing, is it, uh, Mr P? Absolutely. And uh, just uh, Sal is uh, out there being a great ambassador for us. And, and uh, actually some of our staff have been doing uh, videos about it recently. And, and one of them has just gone viral herself. Really? So, yeah, we, we could be seeing a new star arising, leading more referrals than, uh, than even that, that sexy hunk of Zambian just sell. Virtual.referral.ae is what you need to get involved involved in uh, because basically if you refer somebody to the team at Virtue Zone you could be walking away with uh, 3,000 dirhams worth of cold ass cash. Is that yeah right? that's right I mean Tom obviously all of us have been working from home yeah. have, have been more flexible and, and, and so many of us have got great uh, black little black books yeah. little address books and probably been too busy to to leverage it and obviously that 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 situation has changed. My network's been so beneficial to me over the last year in areas that I didn't think. And I'd like to think I brought a bit of value to some of my friends and, and, and colleagues in so doing. So why not monetize that? 
Right, let's get to today's big talker, because today we're talking about why more children and teens are interested in starting their own businesses at the moment. Uh, uh, asking the question, how young is too young as well? Reports out there about a rise in the number of children and teenagers wanting to start their own companies, especially as a result of the pandemic. Is it one of the pandemic wins? Uh, well, Aditya. Visa Brigada is just 14 years old, uh, but already runs his own tech company. It's called Macrobot, and it focuses on software and hardware product development. Uh, here's Catherine Cunningham with more details. Aditya Visapraga started developing mobile apps and games as a child and soon funneled his passion into a company at just nine years old, focusing on website development and design. Macrobot's talented team is recognized for crafting award-winning UX UI designs. Every solution we offer delivers increased conversations and simplified user experience. We make websites, mobile apps and also do mentor pre-developed products. His site is also a platform for other youngsters to share their ideas. Most recently, he's developed a new healthcare tech product which aims to predict life-threatening issues. And now a US firm has shown interest to offer an investment to help with design, development and processing. Well, happy to say that Aditya joins us now live on the line to tell us more about uh, his creations. Aditya, thanks so much indeed for joining us. Hello, Aditya. Can you hear us? Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Uh, right, come on, look, you're 14 years old, already receiving great plaudits and huge success as well. Uh, but you started this at just the age of nine. How difficult was it to convince those around you that nine wasn't too young to start a business? Um, it wasn't too hard to convince uh, that everyone around me saying nine isn't a hard point to start my own business, but... It, isn't, it wasn't a business at that time. I started as a blogging. Uh, I started tech blogging about our uh, latest techs and all. And so gradually increasing the knowledge and then started my own tech company, which acts as a consulting also. Where do you, um, where do you get your business advice? Who, who do you listen to for business or do you, do you not take advice? Um, actually, I have some course uh, so from Google Garage and etc. So over there, I got some advices, but as of now, I do not take any advice uh, regarding my business. So I just listened to your elevator pitch, which uh, all the listeners just heard, and your presentation was better than 90% <laughs> of, of uh, if I'm allowed to say, grown-ups. Uh, it was amazing. You must have... An inspiration? Is it someone in the family? Is it a Steve Jobs? Uh, you know, where did you get that confidence? It's brilliant. Yeah, Silas uh, Adekunle, he is a robotic engineer and he is my uh, role model. In terms of the achievements to date, Aditya, and obviously you, you're getting a lot of interest at the moment, not just locally here, not just local radio stations calling you up uh, and talking to you, but also international interest coming in as well uh, what does that give you great pride that you are being recognized as such at such a young age well to be frank yes and i think there are more opportunities also which i would like to go forward on 
So what's the future hold What for, for you? I mean, you're 14 at the moment. Are you still at school? Are you doing these things in parallel? Uh, will you go to university? Yes. All right, Adityat, um, one of the toughest things in business is handling rejection. And Tom and I were talking earlier about, you know, when a young guy comes in with an idea, sometimes they're not taken seriously. Have you had to handle rejection yet? Have you had an idea turned down and bounced back? Yes. Tell us about it. Um, actually, uh, there was one of the pitching event at about two years before where I first got this healthcare idea product. And uh, due to the age and all the investors uh, stopped. And then fortunately, I got another investor who encouraged me. So, yeah, there, there were some areas where I also needed to face the rejection due to my age and due to that kind of climate of that. So what would your advice be, Aditya, to boring old businessmen like me who are faced by someone coming in with a new opportunity and a new attitude? What would your advice be? Just a word, move forward. All right. And in terms of, I, I want to get a more... Uh, details on your your times i mean because obviously your business takes up a lot of your time so how do you manage your time with education social life and of course the thriving business yeah um education is not at all a problem because i do go to tuitions as a normal kid and uh for the business sake i have two teams uh, who manage for me, and uh, we all collaborate and help out. Has your success uh, with the business thus far, uh, and with the development of Macrobot, has that has that inspired other friends to start their own companies? Yes. Uh, and can you give us a, an example of any of those? Do you have you found yourself mentoring some of your friends or those younger than you at the tender age of fourteen? Um, younger than me. Um, my brother, he actually is an expertise and he also wants to start a tech company and uh, we are in the process of mentoring him. And yeah, there, is, there are even some friends who want to put and set up their companies and uh, yeah, there are about three people and we are still mentoring them uh, to set up their company. Well, Aditya, please bring three of those friends. And if you have a chance, if you have a little window in your diary when you're not winning a skating championship or a chess championship, you can probably tell I hero worship you. Bring them into Virtue Zone. We'd love to have a chat with you, show, show you what we're doing and, and see if we can learn from you. So the in, open invitation. Um, I don't think uh, they will be available right now. He's going to tell me no on, on there. <laughs> playing hardball already. I like it, you know. Negotiations okay, are like ongoing. <laughs> uh, quick one uh, just to wrap things up, Adithya, because I want to know, you know, we're focusing a lot on, on young entrepreneurs today. Um, and obviously, uh, a lot of people focus on age. Do you think age is that important uh, or do we make too much uh, do we make too much of the fact that uh, that people uh, start businesses young? Is age a problem? Does it hold people back in starting up a business online? I would say age isn't the problem. You just need to have the correct path as well as the needed knowledge to start anything. Uh, age isn't the main factor where you should focus on. You should focus on your knowledge and you should focus on what you're trying to aim. 
and the path before it. So the age of the founder is irrelevant at the moment. And what about uh, Macrobot? What's uh, what's in store? What's in the pipeline for Macrobot for 2021? I'm sorry? What's in store? What's in the pipeline for, 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 for the business for the rest of this year? Some big announcements coming up later on in the year? Um, actually, there's a project coming up. Uh, soon, uh, I believe soon it's going to be public uh, by the end of the year. Good stuff. Well, we will uh, wait with uh, with much anticipation for those announcements. Really appreciate your time this morning. Aditya, thank you so much indeed for joining us live on the line. I know you're a busy, uh, busy guy, so really appreciate uh, you taking time to speak to us. Uh, Aditya Visapraga, who is just 14 years old, however, has been in business for the last five years already. You're listening to Starting Up with Tom Urquhart and Virtue Zone on Dubai Eye 103.8. Uh, right, we're talking about um, the youth. Uh, we're talking about entrepreneur or youth entrepreneurship to be more specific for you today. Why more children and teens are interested in starting their own businesses, but more to the point, are also being given and provided platforms and support to do exactly that is there uh, is there an age is there a number or is age just a number how young is too young when it comes to starting up well let's get some more thoughts on this particular subject as we discuss the rise of the youth entrepreneurs because according to a recent study from learning company pearson gen z are increasingly interested in becoming learners and founders. Its 2021 Global Learning Series showed the pandemic had impacted the career view of students, with 53% of university students saying they're interested in becoming an entrepreneur and starting their own businesses. Dr. Paul Hopkinson is the Associate Head of the Edinburgh Business School at Harriet Watt University here in Dubai. Happy to say that he joins us live on the line and live via Microsoft Teams. Uh, uh, Much appreciate your time, Dr. Hopkinson. Thank you so much indeed for being with us. Good morning, and and yeah, thank you very much for inviting me along. Let's start with those numbers, if we can, from Pearson. Uh, 53% of university students saying they're interested in becoming an entrepreneur, starting their own business. Those figures surprise you? No, they don't quite honestly. And and inevitably, with the the situation that we've been in with the global pandemic, uh, there's a need for young people to think about job prospects and to think about how they can diversify their risk, if you like, and reduce their and secure their future. Um, so it, it doesn't surprise me that, that more are considering entrepreneurship as, a, as an avenue. And I think also there's there's been a, a shift in mindset in, in recent years. So you know, no longer is entrepreneurship seen as just an alternative to a proper job. You know, it, it's the main career ambition for a lot of a lot of uh, prospective students uh, coming into higher education and so on. So, you know, it's in some instances, it's in the DNA of, of, of young people because their parents and their relatives have run small businesses. And we see a lot of that here in the UAE. Entrepreneurs have become the heroes in recent years as well. If you look at people like Elon Musk and others, uh, and there's a lot more support in schools uh, for entrepreneurship uh, through venturing activities, simulations, things like the F1 challenge that's run quite commonly with schools. Um, and of course, as you mentioned earlier, there's a lot more support from government. And now we have in the UAE, we have the University Entrepreneurship Programme, which was launched with Dubai Future Foundation and a number of universities have signed up for that. Changes in government legislation as well. The reforms that have gone on in terms of golden visas, 100% ownership of local businesses. 
and the startup ecosystem that we have in the, the UAE, UAE um, we rank, according to the World Bank, 16th in the world in terms of ease of doing business. And, and you can see this reflected in a multitude of government and private incubators and accelerators. And I guess the, the, the other point that I would raise as well is that the business models have changed. Mm. You know, in the past, you know, if you wanted to set up a taxi business, you'd have to have a fleet of taxis. But of course, with as Uber has shown us, you only need a network and an app. Uh, obviously, it's a lot more complex than that. But, you know, you can see how the, the needs of setting up a, a business have changed in recent years. Dr. Paul, I think that's a, a fantastic point. Sometimes it's to to take up Tom's earlier point. It's not age, it's it's attitude. And if I may, my best friend from university, his father happens to be the chancellor of your university, Professor Sir Jeff Palmer. Um, And he was talking to his grandchild the other day and he said, you know what, there's never been so much opportunity. And his grandchild can complete the Rubik Cube in about 22 seconds. And just like Aditya, (laughs) he's also a a youth schoolboy for for Chelsea. So there's so much talent there, isn't there? And it's we've got to make sure that it's easy for them to approach us and get that. And I I guess that's one of the roles of of your university here. Yes, indeed. And and, uh, like many other universities, we have our own um, incubator facilities in the campus as part of the UEP program and we we teach entrepreneurship as part of our undergraduate programs and degree programs we've also done a a lot of work and and we're not alone in this and working with schools as well to to promote entrepreneurship so we run a an annual competition uh with local schools a simulation competition which is all about setting up your own business and running campaigns most recently looking at campaigns that you can run on TikTok to support your business do as well. you bridge uh, you know so businesses are always looking for for talent and, and and for people to come in and intern and and and, and add new ideas to that uh, company and presumably some of your staff and some of your uh, not staff but uh, uh, pupils uh, uh, are looking for opportunities and are looking to talk to real businesses so how, how do you bridge that how could how could either side get in touch with you and and be involved? Well, there are a couple of, there are a number of ways. We inevitably, we, um, given that we have our uh, incubation facilities, we're offering opportunities for students as part of the the, the UEP to set up their own businesses. And there's a network of mentors and uh, support network through the DFF. Um, but we also uh, encourage businesses to come into the classroom regularly. So we'll, we'll run guest speaker sessions for students. We'll, uh, we'll also do, um, we'll have projects which are industry based. And we'll encourage businesses to bring their problems into the classroom as well. So there are a number of ways in which we try and get businesses in, involved in our uh, e- ecosystem and our, and, our, and our programs, if you like. Something else that we're doing in our in our new campus, we've, we've just opened a new campus this year, is that we're we're actually hosting businesses as well as well. So we have a number of partner suites so that businesses can set up within within the the, the campus. So as well as incubating new businesses through student ideas and alumni ideas, we're also hosting businesses through our partner suite and educating them as well through exec exec ed facilities. So those, those are the areas we we're we're looking to really build links with industry and bring them into the university. Question I've got, Paul, is is wider, really, because we talked a lot about the platforms there and, 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 the, and the opportunities being opened up. But traditionally, I think we'll all agree, you know, there used to be 
you know, terms like work experience, internship, you know, for a long time at university, you're an undergraduate. There was there was always this sort of idea of look, listen and learn, be it learning or, of course, on the job straight away as well. Is, is youth more relevant today? And as such, are they being taken more seriously, their thoughts and opinions? Well, I, I think inevitably because of the tremendous change that we're going through with digital transformation, digitalization of businesses. Uh, Companies need to embrace the digital digital, uh, natives. Mm. Um, And, you know, having connections with the youth is is, is really important. But it's interesting when you talk to businesses, you know, they, 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 they feel there is a need to bridge that gap between university and uh, the first job or the, the first career that students ha- have when they enter into the into the business world. So, you know, it's it's incumbent on us as, as, as universities to work with businesses to bridge that gap um, and so provide, make sure that they've got the, the workplace skills that they need so that so that when students come into business, you know, that they're they're ready to make a contribution from day one. And then and the other thought, question I certainly had was, you know, yeah, as your role as the associate head of Edinburgh Business School at Harriet Watt University, um, obviously it's incumbent upon you to ensure that the students under under your tutelage um, are, are are maintaining their studies. But at the same time, if we're encouraging students to start up businesses or look at opportunities for entrepreneurism, is it important to get the right balance with regards to time management? It is, but you know, one of the best ways of learning about business is doing business, isn't it? And and if you can uh, you can apply your studies in a practical setting and and learn through experience, um, you know that that's one of the best ways of actually learning. So, it's it's a it's a good way of of consolidating the the learning that they're getting in the classroom and and actually applying it to work, real world problems. So. Rather than seeing it as being about a balance, it's better to sort of see it as a part of an integrated uh, student, if you like, an integrated set of skills that we're developing within the student. Dr. Paul, I was sat in a meeting yesterday talking about a new business opportunity, and there were two young guys in, in the meeting with me, and they started talking about tokenomics, and that went straight over my head. But I do recognize that there are, you know, new, as you say, digital strategies, digital opportunities, for example, to to raise money in faster and more efficient ways than ever before. And for me, I felt that if there was a bridge between existing mainstream businesses and these new ways of going about it, if you could bridge, if you could merge the two, then there'd be a huge opportunity. So uh, at at Harriet, what is is that part of of what you do? Because it's not just about, you know, saying the names, the disruption and so on, but it's it's using existing business and, and, and making it more efficient. Yeah, and, and and that's very much part of our ambition with our with our new campus is to begin to bring more businesses in into the into the campus as I mentioned through our partnership suites, um, you know, in the area of ed tech, fintech, there's a huge opportunity for startup businesses in that area, and um, for us, it's being part of that ecosystem, so making sure that we have partnerships with with the right sorts of companies. So that we can bring some of those that expertise in, into the uni- university and, and get students exposed to those opportunities. 
Last question from us, uh, Paul, and it is with regards to age. It's a question we put to uh, our previous guest, Aditya, at just 14 years old. Are we too focused on age? Are, are you ever too young to start thinking about, or dare we say, it, starting a company? No, I, I think I agree with you at the beginning. With age is just a number. My my, my father started a business in the fifties, and uh, uh, you know I've seen lots of examples of, of excellent uh, creative thinking amongst uh, the youth of today. You know, they they come into the the university um, w- with a lot of understanding of business, having you know developed it through schools and so on. So I, I, I don't think there's a it's too early to start about these things. I think what we should be start thinking about these things. What we should be doing is encouraging those entrepreneurial mindsets and channeling it really. Um, I mean, if you think about famous entrepreneurs like James Dyson, I mean, he had huge numbers of setbacks during his early career. Um, he couldn't get support at all for his his ideas in the UK and ended up going to Japan to get support for his vacuum technology. And, you know, and, and he's had a number of problems along the way. So, uh, you know, things like failed washing machine mm. projects and so on. So, you know, there is an inevitable amount of trial and error uh, in entrepreneurship, and you know you need to be tenacious. You need to be resilient. So I, th- I think starting that process early, I think it's 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 a good way to go. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much indeed for joining us on Starting Up with Virtues. And that was Dr. Paul Hopkinson, who is the associate head of the Edinburgh Business School at Heriot Watt University, Dubai, giving us his thoughts and opinions. Talking of thoughts and opinions, we will address some of your questions and comments in just a few moments' time. Company Clinic. So we ask you throughout the show to send us your thoughts. It might be with uh, regards to some of the interviews that we've been running or, of course, uh, the conversations we've been having, or they might just be completely random. Thank you very much indeed uh, to all of you for your thoughts. Keep them coming in. Still got chances to do so in the next 10 minutes. Uh, 4001 is the text message if you want some advice from the team at Virtue Zone. Uh, Clinton, again, thank you for your um, text message a little earlier on. I think it's great getting kids into business early. Uh, they will learn great life skills early the key still for skill for me is knowing how to budget and how to pay, how a pension works never learned this myself until the age of 50 and regret the lost time as well no time like the present and as you just heard there uh, from dr paul hogwinson uh, um age is just but a number sam has been in touch with us nice text message from sam saying this morning gentlemen now look whilst i appreciate whilst your show is youth focused today i wonder if neil would oblige me with some of his time Mm. i've been pontificating uh, but uh, every waking hour sees me toy with different business ideas at the moment as a 50 plus woman mother wife and daughter i'm craving for a bit of clarity uh, and a little bit of guidance would neil or his team be able to enable me with some of their time Uh, this is from sam such a nice question because Aditya blew me out. I was blown out by a 14-year-old <laughs> earlier. So, uh, young lady, would be delighted to have you in the Virtue Zone offices. Sukal Baha, we make a good coffee, and probably I'll learn a lot more from you than you would from me, but let's, let's give it a go. So, reach out to us. Tom mentioned the social handles. Looking forward to seeing you, and let's see what we can do with it. That makes an interesting point about today's conversation as well, because we talk about youth, and, and both of our guests have talked about, you you know, the, the, you know, one of the strengths that we've certainly seen with younger generations is 
the fact that they are digital natives. They are a lot more comfortable doing stuff online. They're a lot more comfortable with the new norms that all of us are adopting with our lives at the moment uh, through technology. With the Virtue Zone base down there at Sukal Baha, do you, do you notice that it is, how do I say this diplomatically, an, an older potential client walking through the door as opposed to those getting in touch online? Well, I was always taught never criticise your customers, Tom. So instead, let me criticise myself. I was in a meeting yesterday, and I'm going to appeal to the listeners out there. I'm going to appeal to your your ambition. You know, we're always looking for an edge over our competition. That edge could perhaps be youth and youthful mind and, and, and attitude. And as an example of that, Tom, I don't know about you, but, you know, I do a lot of my correspondence on email mm-hmm. and a lot on WhatsApp. The two things don't tally perfectly. WhatsApp is much more immediate. It's much easier. You can add contacts, add locations, add pictures, etc., mm. etc. Email, kind of, we think that's the professional way to do it. Personally, I'm obsessed about not having any unread emails in my outbox. And I was given a demonstration of an app that's going to be launching shortly that merges the two. Because wow. what I find as a manager is if I try and – Uh, ask someone to do something in WhatsApp. I'm not sending it as a task. That doesn't come attached to a reminder. And the whole flow doesn't necessarily happen. So it's about doing things differently. And so app developers, inevitably, if you're younger and you get what people are comfortable with, apparently you can tell someone's age by whether they use their thumbs or fingers when they're they're texting, by the way. Yes. So, you know, you've, you've got to get into that attitude and you can do things so much faster and efficiently and that was where I learned so when we talk about disrupting our business don't disrupt your business or look for that as the first point disrupt the processes that you use in your business that's easier faster more immediate and I'm telling you it will create more efficiencies Mm. I was talking to uh, a business owner the other day um, a successful design business here and they were talking about how, how they really are embracing the idea of interns at the moment because they're learning so much from interns these days, so much than they have in previous years and, and when they were sort of going through the same process. And maybe that is feeds to exactly what you're saying. You know, you're getting these minds coming in going, I see your business, but why are you not doing this? Yeah. This technology is available. This app's available. This whatever. I think there's two things. I think interns uh, are at a higher level than than they used to be. I think they've been better prepared by the likes of Harriet Watt and by the schools uh, here. I mean, the education that my daughter's getting at Jess is just incredible. Wish I'd had advantage the advantage of that when I was uh, her age. So the bar has been raised, yeah. and I'd like to think that as business owners, we're more open to it than we were before. So let's continue with that momentum. And- reach that tipping point final thoughts will be with mr neil petchnail you've been listening in to uh, our conversation about youth entrepreneurship obviously this is something you deal with you and the team at virtue zone on a uh, on a regular basis i mean from a practical point of view if there are parents out there going you know what that's got my son or daughter written all over it or if there are young entrepreneurs out there at the moment i mean is there an age limit to come and speak to virtue zone no there isn't and we work with a number of internal organizations as well so 
you know, guys, as, as I mentioned earlier, actually DFF were mentioned twice, right? So they're putting a lot of time and a lot of resource. And you reach out to organizations like that and you can get around the world the world's experts on things. You can get access to that. So you're learning. But it's about finding out how to get hold of it. And VirtuZone can help with that. So call mm-hmm. us. If you, if you don't know where to go, call us and we'll direct you. And with regards to age and starting up your business, is there a nominal age? I've got to tell you, it's never too late because it is so fulfilling. So that's the first point to, to the lady that uh, mm. messaged and is in search of inspiration. It's great that you want to do it. That's what the UAE gives us. And no, it's not too early either. Never too early, never too late. Uh, Neil Petch, it's always a pleasure. Good to see you. Um, prediction? Prediction, we're going to win on penalties, Tom, and business is going to flourish. What's he done? What's he got him done? (laughs) Uh, We are, of course, talking England against Germany. Small matter of a football game a little later on. I'm sure Neil and myself will be watching for now. Neil, thank you so much indeed for your time this morning. Cheers, Tom.